0: Welcome to The Kinky Cast, a sexually explicit podcast. If you are under 18 years of age, stop the podcast now. This is episode 186 of our weekly exploration in the kinky world of BDSM and alternative relationships. Views expressed are not representative of the management of The Kinky Cast. We welcome guests with opposing viewpoints. Today, we bring you James Ross Raleigh and Queen Rainey, classic leather couple. Here's your host, Chrissy.
1: This is Chrissy. This is Queen Rainey.
2: This is James Ross
1: Raleigh. Hi, we're here at South, and Chrissy is having the pleasure today of interviewing Queen Rainey and James Ross Raleigh. Queen Rainey is... The current president of the Onyx Pearl Southeast, and James Ross Raleigh is your friendly neighborhood leatherman. Um, I'd like to welcome them to the cast today, and I'd like to start with Queen Rainey, if I may, and ask you, I see you president of the Onyx Pearl Southeast. Mm-hmm. Please tell us about the Onyx Pearls.
3: The Onyx Pearls is a leather sorority for women of color who are accepting of the LGBTQ community and serving them. You don't have to be a member of the LGBTQ community to be a member of the Onyx Pearls, but you have to be accepting of everyone's lifestyle and not just accommodating, but an ally, a supporter. We strive for education and health. So how long have you been working with Onyx Pearls? Isn't it relatively new? This iteration of this chapter is a little more than a year old. I became president a year ago, so my term is uh, for elections again, but we have accomplished a great deal in that year. We have our 501c3, and last year, last December, we were able to make a donation to Leatherheart Foundation of $500, which is kind of rare for an organization that was about six months old at the time. That's very significant. That's huge, really. Yes. Um, We run a bar night at the Atlanta Eagle come on out first Friday of the month. All of our proceeds, all of our profits go to charity. So come out and buy a jello shot, and everything that you spent on those jello shots or anything other than the bar itself goes to charity. So they keep
1: their cash register. We keep the tips. From what I understand, the Onyx Pearls is an organization of women. Yes. And is it women of color or anybody, can, any woman can petition to join? A full member, you must be a woman of color.
3: Um, but we do have other levels of affiliation. We have an associate's program, which is anyone at all. It can be any gender, any orientation, any race. Oh, that's interesting. Any... Anyone, yes. And we have, um, but you still have responsibilities to the organization to show up for bar night, to be supportive and other rights and and, um, responsibilities. Our other level of membership is called affiliate program, which is more being a cheerleader. You don't have as many responsibilities. You do get to do things, but it's more of a get to do than a have to do.
1: I see. And Onyx Pearls is a subsidiary or a spin-off or part of Onyx International. Onyx International. Tell me about mm-hmm. Onyx International. I know I've seen the fellows walking around and they're terrific and <laughs> they do so much. There's so yes. much good. So tell, tell us about them. Um, Mufasa is our
3: was the founder of Onyx twenty two years ago. Oh wow. He started the organization because in his travels as a leather man He wasn't seeing a lot of leather people who looked like him. And so he was a see the hill, take the hill kind of guy. So he created Onyx International from that. And it started out as a um, fraternity of men of color who are in the LGBTQ community. And in the last 22 years, it's grown from there. I'm not actually sure how many chapters they have anymore because they have, I believe, four chapters in
1: formation now. Wow. Yes. I think that as the leather scene slash community is expanding, it's becoming much more openly inclusive across the board. And I see you, you're you're thinking about that. You don't agree?
3: There's still people who consider us a subset of leather and not real leather. Us meaning women. At this year's LLC, there were some comments that um, we weren't really leather. We were a subset. And being women of color... We were a subset of the subset.
1: Leather is not
3: what you wear. Leather is who you are. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And then that's my my point exactly. Who are you to tell me what I am? It's still controversial in some areas. Of course, I disagree with it. I think I'm as much if not more leather than a lot of people I've met. But, you know, everyone's entitled to be wrong.
1: And everybody's hopefully growing every day a little bit. And maybe rethinking their position on things and expanding their mind. I hope. So you've been working with the Onyx Pearls for about a year, and you'll be in office for? Two more months. Well, we have our, our
3: elections in two months, campaigning for another year, but uh, we'll see. How many people are currently in, in the chapter? As of yesterday, um, I have 32 pearls. We had 11 new pearls as of yesterday.
1: Eleven new pearls as of yesterday. That's tremendous. And our first international. I have one in Ottawa. Wow! You know, it seems like it's growing. Yes, it's meeting a need. Yes, that's good. Yes, and and we'll give you all the kudos for your hard work. I and can't take all the kudos. if okay. it takes a village. There you go. But, uh, <laughs> Love that attitude. <laughs> you mean it's not a dictatorship? Oh, oh no! I wish. I wish. <laughs> <I wish. laughs> The many voices, even with the many arguments and the disagreements, is how you grow. Yes,
3: yes. it's how you learn. If yeah. everyone thought the way you did, you wouldn't learn.
1: That's true. Tell me more about Queen Rainey. What else? What else have you been doing in, in Atlanta? You live in Atlanta? I live in Atlanta, uh, 19 years as of yesterday. Okay. What else have
3: you doing? I'm doing Atlanta Mentors, which has been a wonderful experience. I've been assigned five apprentices. And I think all five of them want to learn whips. Yeah, I'm somewhat of a whip master. No. So,
2: <laughs> you are a whip master. Okay, thank without you. Without a doubt.
1: Excellent. <laughs> What's your favorite whip? I love my
3: dragon tail. It's my oh. baby. It, it is my baby. I I, I hardly ever. Leave home about it. She's usually in the car, yeah. except
1: on trips to Publix, which, you know. You don't, you don't leave. You could carry it with you then, too. I yeah. mean, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> Might help you get to the front of the line quicker. You <laughs> <laughs> so you're involved in the mentorship program here mm-hmm. in Atlanta. That's awesome that it exists. Yes, yes. It's who started that?
3: Um, I don't know who started it. I know that uh, Ms. Juicy is... And, uh, and, uh, his wife, his name, I'm drawing a complete blank on. And Laura Caleb, they are currently running it. I believe it's been around for eight or nine years. Okay. It's a six month commitment. So you have to be serious about learning.
1: Very good. I I like that. I think that more communities should take the bull by the horn, so to speak, and initiate such a program, especially as more and more and more people are coming up in the scene. And, they don't know where to go to learn. Yeah, you can't learn on YouTube. No. It does not teach you how to a whip or how to
3: do fire or, yes.
1: No, you need hands-on. Mm-hmm. That's great. So you're involved in the Onyx Pearls and the mentor program. You've been in, in Atlanta for about 19 years. And have you been in the scene all that time? I've
3: been in the com- I've been in the lifestyle okay for 31 years. Oh wow! Yes, you started, started when you were three. <laughs> I started out as a college slave at 19. Oh my goodness! Um, and it, the slave thing it didn't fit, and so I had to find my way. However, I had jobs back then um, that had morals clauses in them, mm. and so I couldn't be. An out in public player. So most of my play, I'd say up until about the last nine years, have been house parties or closed dungeons. Um, if I went to a convention, I was probably wearing a mask, no pictures, you know, that whole thing. Most of my learning came from other people who were like me, afraid to go out. Or pro-doms who would say, yeah, come over, I have that toy, you can play with us type situation. It's it's okay to learn like that, but it's a lot more freeing to be able to put my face on the website and go to conventions and have people recognize me and actually have a conversation with someone, not being afraid of being outed at work and losing my job and so forth. Right. that that's a stress you don't need on top of
1: everything else. And, you know, I think it's still a real possibility. Wouldn't wouldn't you say, James, what do you think about that?
2: Your listeners may not want to hear this, but the fact is that I have a feeling that uh, the current administration, for lack of a better term, is trying to pull us back to the pre-FDR days, and they're doing away with a lot of freedoms that we've all come to expect and enjoy, and uh, this specific convention may be one that might be targeted at some point simply because uh, they're going to come after us after they either build the wall with Mexico or start deporting people like crazy. So uh, from the practical matter, we're going to have to come up with a whole new hanky code because uh, now that has been on the internet, uh, even the bad guys know it. But uh, on a more serious note, we're probably going to have to go back into the shadows when uh, homosexuality was against the law and uh, this stuff was an indictable offense.
1: And James, you've been in the scene for more than a minute.
2: I was uh, a collared slave in college for four years with a uh, an amazing woman uh, who played and learned from Leatherman in Toronto. And for four years while I was in college, I was happier than anything. Uh, we didn't do anything safe because there was no such thing as safe sex then. And one day she said, don't come back without a reason. And I ran away from that in the early 80s and lived a vanilla life with the wrong woman who I shouldn't have married and had two children I probably shouldn't have had. And um, AIDS hit. The woman and all we, all the men we played with are dead. Oh, my. So it's one of those slap in the head moments that I must have been spared for some reason. I'm not, I don't believe in a, a supreme being, but I, I must be have learned this for some reason. So uh, I want to be basically, if anybody has any questions about leather, I'm available virtually any time to talk about it because uh, I've been gifted I, when I did come back to the life I uh, met all of the leather gods guy Baldwin and uh, Josephine and by all of all of the amazing amazing people we've been fortunate to have uh, when we we're dealing with the after effects of AIDS and leather survived it luckily I have been blessed with this and so I don't own anything uh, I don't even think I own my toys because I end up uh, sometimes I gift my rope with people but uh, it's' The knowledge and the experiences I've been so incredibly fortunate to have, I have to pass them on. So anybody ask me any question about anything, I will tell them. Some that, people don't want to hear it, but I will tell them.
1: <laughs> that comes with the each, one's each one, teach yes. one mantra. Yes. yes. You know? Yeah. You two are an amazing team. And how long have you been in Atlanta, James?
2: This beautiful lady imported me last year.
1: <laughs> Valentine's Day 2016. Yes. And where were you before that?
2: All over Hell's Have Baker, uh, oh. My ex-wife, uh, Phyllis was a leather woman too and uh, we were married she was introduced uh, we were married years ago and uh, lived together for a number of years and then she uh, uh, went from being leather into uh, a spiritual thing a, a spiritual journey she's now in Thailand but uh, the interesting thing is uh, she's still we're still friends and uh, she introduced me to my beautiful wife said you should marry this
1: <laughs> that's one. In case our listeners haven't haven't guessed, Queen Rainey and, and James are married
2: <laughs> happily, and, very, and very happily, married.
1: Ha- happily. And you're both you're both masters. Yes. yes. See, people can be masters and be married. It's, yes. That's a myth. <laughs> Whatever you hear to the contrary is a myth. Well, the,
2: again, one of my leather gods, Guy Baldwin, says there is no one true way to do this, which means. That however you want to do this, if you want to play with a clown nose on, nobody has a right to tell you you're doing it wrong. Especially if the person at the end of your whip or flogger is having a wonderful experience. This really comes down to leather to me is the journey to the authentic self. And every day I'm a little better at being who I should be and I'm able to recognize what I wasn't doing right in certain areas. And I'm also looking at other things that I can improve upon
1: that's excellent I think that's really important to embrace and I think that kind of separates a lot of people I think that's one thing that makes leather and I hate to use the word exclusive because it's really not exclusive but you need to show that you're serious about yourself about improving yourself and improving the people that you interact with in some way and being a just a good person I think those are the leather leather tenants right
2: the most important thing, again, about leather, and I've got this from other people, is to be the authentic self and to live by two words, trust and consent, okay? So you don't do anything with people you can't trust and vice versa, and you don't do anything with people that isn't consensual. But as long as you're working on yourself, uh, no one has a right to tell you. I mean, there's a, there's a young man down downstairs wearing brown leather, and there's uh, in the old interweb thing about all the do's and don'ts, it says, never mix black and brown leather. But the fact is, he is the quintessential leather man because he's deciding to do it his way. And there is nobody, nobody has the right to tell him he's doing it wrong. Nobody has the right to say anything about anything. The guy in his uh, great book, uh, Ties the has a great little uh, uh, story about uh, at a restaurant, there's a master and slave couple at one table. And there's a master and slave couple at the other table. At the one table, the master doesn't bother looking at the menu. He just sits there doing something on his phone or writing a note to something or something. And the slave orders for both of them, how the master's going to have his steak, whether he's having the vegetables, whether it's what he wants in his salads, he's going to have coffee, he's going to have whatever. And at the other table, the slave doesn't get to even open the menu. The master orders for both of them, how everything's going to be. And the guy stands back and says, which one's right. Usually the, the rumor erupts with, well, the master should always this, or all oh, the slaves, blah, blah, blah. And guys just know they're both right because that's the way they want to do it. I know leather people who don't, who are vegans and don't wear leather. Okay. But they are just as leather as anybody you would ever, ever, ever consider leather. They just don't believe in wearing hide. Okay. There right. are other people who just, it's, it's more of a real, a self-realization than people who are role players. I've got no problem with people who are only able to do slap and tickle on the weekends because they got wife and kids or they've got, family commitments or whatever, okay? There's mm-hmm. no, that that's where they are on the journey. We don't point and laugh, okay? And I honestly, we shouldn't. What we should do is support them and, and be there when they have questions because this is more of a life commitment. I'm a leather man all the time. She's a leather woman all the time. That's the message that I hope people can get maybe from this talk uh, or any questions they might send that it, it really is about you being very, very, very comfortable with yourself, but knowing you've got room to go. It also is a thing as well, you can be a leather man and no do want don't like bondage. You can be a leather man never touches a flogger. There's nothing wrong with that because you play a different way.
1: Right. Again, your way is fine. My way is fine. Let's just it. Let's just move on and be peaceful, right? Okay. One of one of the words that I hear thrown around a lot is integrity. Somebody argued at one time that leather people people in the leather lifestyle they feel that they're better than because they have a greater value on integrity. And my argument was, no, everybody has integrity, hopefully, to some degree. And if they don't, well, if they don't, they're going to have a real hard time getting along with society in general. But I think that it, when you come to a, a leather event or if you're with a group of leather people, people who identify as leather, leather men, leather women, you know that's part of the package. You know that the people in the room are going to be operating on a little bit. Higher level of integrity, almost like a military level of, you know, the values of integrity, honors, of selfless service. Well,
2: again, the three concepts they talked about, the authentic self, trust, and consent. Mm-hmm. If someone has told me a lie, the trust goes out the window. So you have to be, if you say you won't do something, you won't do it. If you say you do do something, then you do it. Mm-hmm. That means in play. That means in going out and buying somebody's cigars. That means getting them the coffee they wanted if they asked you for coffee because you happen to be going to Starbucks. You just, if somebody asks you something, you tell the truth. That's right. the way that's. Now, I understand that the Dark Lord of the Underworld or the Queen of Pain at some some uh, dungeon where there's all kinds of role people, you know, they can't be anything other than the Dark Lord of the Underworld because that's they're role, their playing. role. And that's <laughs> fine. And that's <laughs> certainly fine. That's where they're doing it because then mm-hmm. tomorrow they're back in the OR scrubbing sheets. So, um,. We don't have a right as leather people, and, and that's the the problem that some people have taken from some internet ramblings that we are somehow like the Jesuits of of uh, for any Catholics out there, the, the Jesuits of the uh, the kink community. I think is just more that we're authentic. This is what we do. Now that's not again to disparage anybody who is only able to do it once a month when the mm-hmm. wife is out of town or the husband's out of town or the kids are off at grandma's mm-hmm. and they get to do. They're kink weekend because there's no kids around. I understand that, or you know, the, there are people who have sensitive jobs or they have morals clauses and they are unable to be out. Mm-hmm. But um, we do not have a right to say anything about. It. Honestly, this that's not what leather's about. Again, leather goes back to the authentic self. Everyone has the right to do their journey. Okay, they may not do it the way I do it, but you know what? That's okay. The other problem that the interweb has brought us is there's all kinds of people who have decided this is the one true path. And anybody that's not doing it isn't real. And was' isn't this, they bought their first leather vest, and now they're a leather man. And they can point and laugh at everybody around them. They're missing the entire
1: point. Very good. Well said, sir. Oh, shucks. Oh, shucks. <laughs> oh, shucks. <laughs> is there anything that you would like to add to the uh, to the podcast? Anything you'd like to tell the listeners, I know you would like to invite them to come to your bar night first Friday of the month at the Atlanta Eagle. Be there, I will be, and I'll have uh, my toys. Yeah, awesome! And that is a fundraiser, the Honest Krills are yes. fundraising. All proceeds go to a charity. Yes, you, who selects the charity? Uh, we do collectively. Um,
3: charities are submitted to us and then they're vetted. And then, usually around um, last year, October, we chose our charity of choice. So, there's still time to. Recommend your charity if you uh, need funds. Last year was Leatherheart Foundation. For those who haven't heard, they they are an organization where if you are part of the LGBTQ community and you're having issues paying your utility bills, you put in an application with them and they will pay your bill for you.
1: Ooh, and that's in the Atlanta metro area. No, I believe they are nationwide. Yes, yes, they're nationwide. That's the other
0: great. thing about
2: the barnight. For people who've never been to a leather bar, uh, please come out. For the simple reason that this night is a demo night. And they're going to have stations up all night doing different sorts of demos. So uh, you can do it. It's a kinky carnival. And they're going to have all kinds of uh, all kinds of interesting stuff. And again, we're there. So if you've never tried rope, we can do the rope.
1: I don't know if you know Grand yes. Mistress K. Mistress Kay? Yes. She tells a story once many years ago when she was in Atlanta with... Um, Precious. Mm-hmm. And they went to the, the Eagle and, and I believe she went by herself. I think she went, maybe that was when she was running with Lady D. Mm-hmm. And and she she went to the Eagle and she went in there and she was wearing a green shorts and a green shirt and she had short red hair, I believe, and she went in there and she sat at the bar and everyone looked at her (laughs) what are you doing in here (laughs) you know and this this sweet little woman you know and she can carry on a conversation with anybody about anything by the end of the evening she was good friends with half the people in the bar but that was back in the day when women didn't go there right and she looked like she was vanilla and then she started to talk and they realized oh she's one of us but not quite she is but (laughs) groundbreaking again yes yeah she's awesome the Eagle accepts all folks through the door now. Women are more comfortable
3: coming out on our bar night because they know women are going to be there. I don't think there is another particular night in the month where you can guarantee that there will be other women
1: there. I see. So that's good. That's good. Yes. So go to the Eagle. Support the Atlanta Eagle. We want to keep it open. Yes. Amen. <laughs>
3: Amen.
1: Yep. Keep it open. Keep it functioning. And that's the first... First Friday of the month. First Friday of the month. James, is there anything that you would like to add before we finish? Uh,
2: no, I just like world peace.
1: World peace is a good goal. I think <laughs> it's wonderful. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day. I know there's lots of things happening today. Yes. And maybe we'll see you again. Thanks. I hope so. Bye.
0: You have been listening to episode 186 of the Kinky Cast. For more information about this show, go to kinkycast.com. The Kinky Cast is a production of Rooster in the Round. On behalf of all our kinky crew, I'm Max. See you next week when we present Renegade and Team Fluffy.